Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And thank you guys once again for joining the Nine Innings podcast hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of Nine Innings Capital Group. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, subscribe to the channel. As I always say, go and get my book, MLB to CSP, live on Apple Books. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at 980s at 9icapgroup.com. Send us your questions or go to the website at www.980scapitalgroup.com. Schedule an appointment. If you want to listen to our YouTube station, go to YouTube and type in 980s Capital Group there. If you want to go to iTunes or SoundCloud and listen to our audio versions, type in 980s Capital Group there and subscribe. I repeat, subscribe to those channels. As you know, we're here to do what? Educate, empower, and engage. And today we're going to educate you on the reasons why the stock market is down. I know you want to hear it. Let's get it. I know you guys have gotten those quarterly statements or those monthly statements, and you're sitting here saying, man, I'm down another 5%. Man, I'm down another 6%. Year to date, I'm down 15, 16%. What is happening to our assets? Well, friends, Romans, and countrymen, lend me your ears because I'm here to explain that for you today. Part one, the Federal Reserve. Jerome Powell has been adamant about raising interest rates. As you all know, interest rates went down to close to zero for a long period of time. What happens when interest rates go down to at or near zero? Well, let me tell you. Back during the financial crisis, the Federal Reserve had to basically lower interest rates and basically flood the economy with money to backstop the financial system. So let's just start with the interest rate from interest rate perspective. Valuations matter. What do I mean by valuations matter? If a portfolio manager or an analyst wants to value a stock, or if, even if I want to value the S&P 500, the most important thing, well, the, one of the, the, the 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 inputs to that quote unquote analysis or that formula is a risk free rate or an interest rate so it's it's on the bottom of the formula so basically this if you divide a number by a lower number the value the equals what it comes out to be is going to be higher so just put it simply if you divide 5 by one, the answer is five, right? But if I raise my denominator to three, and now it's five divided by three, it's now 0.6. The same thing applies, and I'm making it very, very simple because it's a lot more complicated than that. But the same thing applies when we're valuing companies. The future earnings of those companies are have, have what we call an interest rate attached to them. So when we look at valuations, we're looking at future earnings from certain companies. So with that being said, if the future earnings of that company are being divided by a higher interest rate, which, which in turn has been given to us by the Federal Reserve, that number must then what? Come down. To put it simply, valuations were far too high 
based on the fact that we were in a zero, a zero interest rate environment. Now with interest rates moving up, valuations matter. Companies have to produce higher earnings to suggest us to basically say, okay, you're worth 40 times uh, PE, or 40 times price to earnings. You're worth that high multiple. Well, most of those companies with the high multiple multiples attached to them were not. And that's why you're seeing significant sell-offs of 50, 60, 70%, 70% of the stock values of some of these companies. Valuations matter. So with interest rates moving up, stock prices move down, plain and simple. So you're going to continue to see that as interest rates move higher because the S&P or whatever index that you may be following has to find fair value. The S&P was sitting at roughly around 22, 23 times at, at the market heights. But then once the Federal Reserve started raising interest rates, that multiple started collapsing much nearer to its it's it's 25 year average of, of 16 16 times forward earnings. It's important to note that interest rates matter. So that's part one. Part two, why is the market going down? Well, let's talk about quantitative easing. QE has been a, a contributor to higher stock prices. Why is that? Well, the Federal Reserve, like I mentioned before, pumped money into the economy in QE1 to to backstop the financial uh the fin the financial crisis QE2 QE3 and so on and so forth putting money into the economy does what allows the engine to run i equated it to the federal reserve going into a party and putting vodka in the juice bowl they wanted the party to continue they keep putting vodka there saying, hey, we're not done yet. We're just going to keep having a good time, turn the music up. And that's what you have. You have the party continuing to go. So they kept pumping money into the economy, making sure that everything and growth was, was steady. The reason why they did that was one simple reason, because there was no inflation. Inflation didn't rear its ugly head. But studies would tell you, well, if you pump money into the economy, Inflation has to come, but it never did. It never did. And that goes back to modern, modern, modern monetary theory where the government who has the power of the purse, who can tax and spend and, and lend money in its own currency, power of the purse, and borrow money in its own currency, the power of the purse, has the ability to do what? Basically, print money and give it to the people. Now, one of the caveats to modern monetary theory is inflation. And we'll get there in a second. But quantitative easing kept the market going. And with money going to the economy, what happens to stock values? They go up because that money has to go somewhere. That money goes into paying for goods and services. That money goes into paying household, household wages. That money goes into the economy and people buy things. People demand is there. So that's the reason the market went up. But now, of course, this podcast, and you listen to the 90s podcast here on the 90s Capital Group channel, it has to go in the other direction because now the Federal Reserve is removing quantitative easing. They're allowing those maturities on their balance sheet, the, 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 the hundreds of billions of dollars to fall off their balance sheet. 
They're no longer repurchasing new maturities. That money's coming out of the economy. Money coming out of the economy, that's less demand for goods and services. That's that's simple, simple enough. Oh, and by the way, part three, they're raising interest rates. Raising interest rates. We just talked about that a minute ago. Valuations matter. So interest rates going up, quantitative easing no longer being available, and then now you have the pandemic. What's, what's peculiar to me is that all of this was working well for over a decade. And then all of a sudden it stops due to a supply-driven inflationary environment due to the pandemic. We all know what happened the, during the pandemic. Supply basically shut down because economies across the world shut down. Economies across the world shut down. Therefore, you're not producing widgets. You're not producing widgets, but money was still coming out into the system paying employees. What happens? Demand still stays here. Supply goes here. But what happens? What happens? Well, there's now there has to be a demand and supply shock. And now the supply has to catch up with demand, which basically increases prices. And that's what you're seeing right now in the current environment. Supply is trying to catch up with demand causing higher inflationary pressures. So supply-driven inflationary environment, that's what we're in right now. That is the main caveat to go back to our second point to modern monetary theory. If inflationary pressures get too high, then it doesn't work because now you have to lower, I'm sorry, you have to raise interest rates to combat inflation and thus slow the economy. So when you're slowing the economy, what happens now? You have people losing jobs. You have to bring down demand to meet supply to get prices down. Unemployment basically will start going up. Demand falls, supply rises. You're going to start seeing these in a couple of different sectors of the economy. One is, of course, housing. Housing is definitely one area you're seeing it start to buckle under the, under the pressures of the Federal Reserve. Two, the inflationary pressures of wages. Right now, the employee has the power to basically demand whatever wage they want, or they're not going to work for you because there's enough, enough jobs out there that a person, an employee can go and find another one that fits his or her needs. So we talked about three things now. We talked about interest rates. We talked about QE. We talked about the inflationary pressures of the supply, supply shock. All of these things are starting to reverse. So let's get back to the main point of our conversation today, which is why is the market going down? The main reason the market's going down is because we're raising interest rates, plain and simple, and we're crushing demand. When you crush demand and raise interest rates, what happens? Oh, um, GDP or gross domestic product or, or growth in general goes down. Growth is starting to subside in our economy, and therefore prices should level off. The Federal Reserve is raising interest rates right now. 
their goals between 4.4 and 4.6% on the Fed funds rate. And right now, I think we're at 3.75 and some change or three point something, it's around three and a half percent or some change. They're going to raise another 75 basis points next next uh, Fed meeting, another 50 basis points after that, and possibly another 25 after that. And to get to that 4.4 to 4.6 range, they're going to keep rates high for a, a, a longer amount of time to see exactly how that impacts the economy. Be prepared because the market is valuing revaluing itself on what this actually means longer term. The beauty about this is that not all things last forever. There's cohorts of our economy right now. We have the, the, the young individuals right now that this really doesn't matter to them because they, they'll be able to get jobs in the future. They'll be able to continue to invest in the stock market. They'll be continue to be able to dollar cost average in the, in the lower asset values. So this is not really a big problem for them. We have the mid-career individuals that, again, 15, 20 years out until retirement, this is not a big deal for them. They're going to continue to, to, to factor that in, dollar cost average in the market. The main concern for them is that, is my job safe? Will I have to get another job? The third tier of the economy, the, 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 the out or near retirement individuals, is concerning them. Will I have a job? Will my portfolio lose 15, 20% on five to seven years outside of retirement? What can I do to offset that? I'll say contact your financial advisor because there are some opportunities lurking, especially in the bond space right now, because bonds have been sold off so heavily. And finally, the retirees, my cohort of individuals, they're basically feeling the brunt of this because they're inside of retirement right now. And they're feeling a 15 to 20% decline in their portfolio that they necessarily don't, did not want. No one ever wants a downdraft in the portfolio. However, contacting a financial advisor, getting some opportunities there, especially in some of the fixed income space, may be an opportunity there to get them that yield they've been searching for since day one. And also being able to mitigate some of the downside pressures they've been feeling in the portfolio. The moral of the story is the market is going down. It has gone down, may come down a little bit more over the, over the interim to find some fair value. But with every downturn in the economy, there's always an opportunity. Here on the 90s podcast, we're here to tell you about opportunities. Here on the 90s podcast, here at 90s Capital Group, we're here to show you what opportunities there are. So if you have any questions on that, please reach out to us at 90s at 9i Cap Group. Send us your questions and we'll get, get to you and maybe we'll schedule an appointment. Thank you guys for joining us today. As you know, we're here to do what? Educate empower and engage here on the 980s podcast we talked about why the market's going down interest rates is one of them the removal of qe the 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 re reduction of demand in the economy those are all reasons why the market's going is going down and may continue to go down here in the interim but don't fret whether you're at or near retirement or you're in retirement guess what you have longevity on your side we don't know when we're going to pass away, but the average person in retirement right now is living 15 to 20 years uh, inside of retirement, which again means you have to have a little bit of equity exposure to offset some of the inflationary pressures that you may be feeling in the future. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. Stay humble, stay safe. I'll see you next week.